Hello beautiful soul and welcome back to my channel. My name is Maria and I'm happy to see you here today. Just for context, what you're going to see after this is a recording of a podcast that I've been doing for the past two years, give or take, and I do it from a state of trance. So essentially it's a channeling. I do it with my eyes closed. And so via self-hypnosis, I get to connect with my higher self, the higher aspect of my spirit. And through that, what unfolds is a monologue around all kinds of spiritual topics. Now with that context, I hope that you enjoy what happens next. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with My Higher Self. I am glad to see you. I really am. I missed you. Per usual. <laughs> um, oh my god, what charged times do we live in? What charged times? I literally feel like, on a collective level, this is boiling waters, you guys. Boiling waters. So I am glad to be talking to you today because I think that there is some pent-up energy that you all have. There are a lot of questions on the collective level around the current times. And so as much as I generally like to teach about things that are evergreen, as much as I like covering topics that are broad and wide so that, you know, down the road three, four, five, six, twenty years into the future, those things would still be relevant. However, at this point in time, I feel like um, I'm called to talk to you about things that are as relevant as possible to this year, just so that I can start bringing that very much needed sense of relief and sense of calm and peace. And it would come from you understanding the point in time. But before we get started, before we jump into this episode, just a couple of housekeeping items. First and foremost, thank you guys all so much. If you have been leaving me reviews on my book on Amazon, if you've been commenting on the videos on my YouTube channel, if you've been sending me DMs and comments on Instagram, just know that I see you and that is very much appreciated. Thank you, and you know who you are. Thank you to everybody also who has been submitting questions um, in, you know, um, on, on my Instagram for my up-and-coming YouTube Q&A video. You guys are awesome. You totally, totally blew my mind with the questions that you're asking, like the depth and the breadth and just the layers. I just want to commend you for just the wonderful individuals that you are. Um, if you guys still don't follow me on Instagram, uh, I'm at this is Maria official, um, and on YouTube, this is Maria. Uh, Maria is interesting spelling though, M-A-R-I-Y-A. So, you know, come, um, you know, at, you know, follow me, um, and yeah, we'll stay connected that way as well. Alrighty, and now on to our topic today. I felt called to talk to you guys today about the rites of passage. Rites of passage as it relates to spirituality, rites of passage as it relates to energy, and rites of passage that you all are going through this year. If you listened to my predictions for 2022, um, you already know 
that this is a year of karmic returns and karmic relationships. Whether we're talking individual relationships, individual uh, relationships between groups of people, relationships between countries, there is a lot of karma up in the air, so to say. There is a lot of karma is like sediment that, you know, kind of like dropped, you know, when, when stuff happens, it drops to the bottom of the ocean. And then during the year of karmic returns, which is what this year is all about, all that sediment tends to come up to the surface. And all of a sudden, it kind of like it's in everybody's faces and it really clouds your vision in, in, in some ways, right? If you were submerged underwater and all the sediment was floating around you, you would really be tight pressed to be able to see clearly, right? So that is unfortunately what's happening right now. Now, there are many ways to dissect the energies of 22. You know, everything is just a perspective. I figured today I would offer you yet another perspective on what you guys are going through, because hopefully that would provide some necessary relief. Um, the energies are running very high right now, and but and the emotions, um, the energies are actually, I almost want to take it back. The energies are a roller coaster, which is exactly what I said in my prediction video, if you want to go back and re-listen to it. The highs are really high, the lows are really low this year. And I think enough of you are starting to feel it. By now, enough of you are have witnessed you know, the first bells of the karmic year. Um, we are kind of smack in the middle of it. Um, and I think that we're definitely witnessing that with um, what's going on in uh, Eastern Europe. Um, there's a lot of karma that is being resolved right now and worked through in that region of the world. Ironically enough, the karma of that region is also very much connected to the karma of the United States. So uh, that is why you, uh, you know, definitely see that conflict being very televised here. And that is kind of like of the karma, that is still the remnants of the karma of the Cold War. So, you know, we all showed up for the show. However, however, that is just the tip of the iceberg, you guys. What you are going through on a collective and individual level is so much deeper. And it, it is so layered. Each of you, and, that, and that's the interesting part, right? So each of you are going through your individual karma as well as a society, you know, you're going through your collective karma. So there is a lot of karma to be released. Today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, what the rites of passage are, why it is a topic that is so relevant for 22, and hopefully explain to you how the rites of passage work and how you can best deal with essentially the many rites of passage that you're going to have to go through this year. I looked at the collective level. Um, on average, for the year of 22, each of you individually is going to have to go through at least three rites of passage. This is extremely dense in terms of frequencies. Very often a normal human, take the word normal with a grain of salt, because what is normal, right? Shall we say an average human being incarnated on planet Earth goes through about three major rites of passage in a decade. This year, the situation is so accelerated and the learning is so quick that on average, each and every single one of you is going to go through three, through three rites of passage just this year alone. 
which is really crazy, you guys. And then I looked at the state of humanity and into the collective. And I realized that most of you have no concept of what that is. Most of you are completely unprepared for when it comes. And that's why you guys feel so discombobulated because you are not informed. And again, they don't teach you that, you know, in schools. So how can you be prepared? And that is why I wanted to offer another perspective and another prism through which you can look at the energies of this year so that you can be better prepared and so that it is a little easier on your psyche. Because I know essentially all of you, almost 100% of humanity is going through some pretty tough times mentally, emotionally, physically, or energetically. For enough of you, it's more than you know one aspect that is being challenged. So a rite of passage is a happening that is very often, you know, talked about in spiritual circles in the, in, the, in the context of initiations. A rite of passage is a doorway or a gateway into a massive upgrade. So a rite of passage is actually a level up. You can have those level ups in many places within your life. It can be career, rites of passage, career um, instances where you can level up your careers. It can be something romantically. It can be something as it relates to your health. It can be something as it relates to your wealth. It can be something as it relates to your spirituality. It can be something that you know relates to your energy levels etc 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 so there are many shapes and forms and sizes of rites of passage but generally it's a level up sounds really good however the rites of passage are some of the most challenging times occurrences events in people's lives why rites of passage and levels up don't happen seamlessly and I'll, I'll, I'll maybe start, I would almost like want you to imagine what I'm going to be saying right now. So we're all on the same page around what, you know, what a rite of passage is. Imagine that you're moving in a circle in life. Very often life is quite circular. What is the circle? What does it mean? The circle is essentially a particular path that is defined by a particular frequency, right? Like a lifeline or a life path. Now, I know you're very... Uh, used to thinking of your lifelines as being linear, like a path, right? However, more often than not, your lifelines are actually a circle. And if you walked around long enough, you would understand that it essentially brings you eventually to the same exact point from where you started. And actually, if you think about it, right, like even geometrically, if you're standing in a point, you know, on, on a circle, and you start walking, it actually feels like a straight line. It doesn't, you don't see the curvature, you know, if you're zoomed in enough. So kind of the same concept. So a level up, right, is a way for you to move from a circle of a lower dimension and almost jump up one level into another circle of a higher dimension or higher frequency. So rites of passage are essentially very charged periods of your life that could be described as one challenge after another after another. 
So very often before you can actually make the quantum leap that is required for you to move from one lifeline to the next or from one level of reality to the next level of reality, you're going to be faced with a lot of challenges. You're going to be faced with a lot of impediments, drawbacks, trials and tribulations. This is the trial and tribulation zone. Remember how in uh, one of our previous episodes, I told you that you guys are essentially sitting down, you sat down for an exam and you didn't even know it. So right now you're going through a whole period of rites of passage. Um, and it's going to essentially be here until the very end of the year. So because of that, right, you are essentially going through a temporary period of very intense trials and tribulations. Why does this have to happen? Well, first things first, right? Maybe let's rewind and look at like a bigger picture. Why do you need rites of passage? Rites of passage are points in your life that have been pre-programmed, by the way, by your higher self. They're not random. They have been pre-planned. Those are the times when your higher self wants you to have meaningful change in your life. It is the time when your higher self wants you to shift the status quo and shed your skin. Kind of like when the snake sheds its skin, right? The snake grew out of the old energies. Now, the snake, by the way, never chooses to wear the old skin when it needs to shed it. But human beings are not necessarily good at shedding the layers. It's not necessarily part of our, shall I say, routine, right? That is why the periods of skin shedding which is what a sequence of rites of passage is, are so tumultuous. And that's why humanity is almost in its entirety completely unprepared for these periods. So again, you need rites of passage because those are the periods of your, you know, shake up internally uh, because it is time for you to level up. Your higher self wants you to level up and your higher self wants you to start moving to bigger and better things or start experiencing different sets of challenges. Because once you are within a particular cycle, a circle, and just going down the circle, you essentially start seeing the same exact thing over and over and over again. No. Um, And arguably, this is not a very interesting or exciting way to live. One of this, and, and, and now let's look at the energetic part of this. For In order for you to be able to move through the rite of passage successfully, a few things need to happen. Rites of passage require a large amount of energy to be able to enable you to quantum leap, which is almost like makes sense, right? If you're going to do the quantum leap, a quantum leap is something that is going to require a lot of energy. It's going to require a lot of fuel, right? Like a spaceship cannot take off and go into stratosphere unless it has the fuel it would be quite impossible for the spacecraft to do that, right? And it requires not just like a regular amount of fuel, it requires massive amounts of fuel that could be burned really, really quickly so that you, that you can take that jump, the quantum leap, just like a rocket. Otherwise, otherwise, you're going to be always magnetized or gravitized, should I say, to the same orbit, which is the, the same old. The same old problem, the same old community, I don't know, the same old relationships, the same old trauma, the same old karma, right? So rites of passage generally happen so that 
you c- your energy can go through a massive shift, right? So essentially, a rite of passage is preparing you for the quantum leap. A rite of passage is a period of time that generally lasts between... Mm, I hate overgeneralizing, but between three days and three months, roughly, if I were to define how long like an average rite of passage takes. It can be as short as three days. It can be as long as three months. Most rite of passages, though, they're not longer than that. Because a rite of passage is you passing under an archway or going through the door or going through a gate. So it's a point in time. It's not necessarily a journey itself. It's a juncture in the journey. So you are being put through a period of intense trials and tribulations for up to three months. And then at the end of it, you either have enough energy accumulated to take the quantum leap or you don't. If you have enough energy accumulated to take the quantum leap, you essentially take the leap, you successfully take the leap, and you're able to level up and upgrade in whatever area of your life that the rite of passage was created for. If you don't have enough energy for the quantum leap, you essentially leap and then you get magnetized back to the same zone and to the same lifeline and then you just keep going for another cycle, right? How often do quantum leaps um, end up being successful? I would say about 30% of the time. So 30% of the time, as you're going through a rite of passage period in your life, you would be successful in the end. I think if humanity realized what they were going through, we can bring that success rate to about 70%. So more than double it. From your perspective, from your perspective, and very actually there is very little awareness, like I said, in the humanity around these points in time within you know each individual life that you guys have. Because of that, very often... Rites of passage are perceived as just like a period of bad luck or like a streak of bad luck for some reason, or just like a challenging period where you're like experiencing very low energy and the world seems to be against you, right? If, and by the way, because 70% of quantum leaps never end up being successful, right? You don't necessarily get a prize at the end of the trials and tribulations. And so it's very hard for you to internalize and understand that what you were going through was the rite of passage, right? So you look back and you're like, oh, it's just like a bad streak or something, right? Challenges, challenges. Now, in people in the spiritual circles, and enough of you who are listening to me, obviously, um, you know, are a lot more aware. So for enough of you, right, you have passed through many initiations spiritually, Um, what could be an example of a spiritual initiation? It could be anything from like an awakening would be a major, major spiritual initiation. Um, Acquiring a new skill spiritually, whether that's healing, whether that is clairvoyance, clairaudience, whether that is um, astral travel, whether that is, I don't know, hypnosis, um, you know, any type of energy work. Um, lucid dreaming, et cetera, et cetera. All of those could be the things that you get once you successfully pass the rite of passage. Another example of something you may get out of the rite of passage 
or like the initiation you may be getting is, I don't know, an initiation into the mysteries. All of a sudden, you you know, you get access to a particular area of the Akashic records. All of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, I know every, like, I don't know, I don't know, I know, for instance, the history of um, a particular extraterrestrial race, right? Or you may be given access to understanding like a particular um, ideology within spirituality or like like the, the depth of yoga, right, for instance, um, or Tantra or something, you know, there could be many. Every time you are going through the ascension as it relates to your assemblage point, so uh, for, for those of you that don't know, and by the way, I talk about the assemblage point all the time, so hopefully by now, if you've been around, you know what I mean. The assemblage point is your point of view. It's generally like a fixed point that your default point of view or perspective that you have in the world, it tends to be fixed within one of your chakras. As you are going down, you know, your spiritual journey, as you're evolving, your assemblage point tends to rise organically from lower chakras to higher chakras. Every time you are moving up a chakra, it's always initiation at initiation, and it's always a major, major rite of passage. Um, anytime there is a big revelation that happens for you, for instance, if your guides just revealed like a big chunk of your mission or your next commission or what have you, it is preceded by a rite of passage. So rite of passage is generally a very unique path, right, for each individual that puts you through trials and tribulations so that you could be presented with that leap of faith. By the way, these trials and tribulations enable you to accumulate energy for the leap. Those trials and tribulations are not meant for you guys to lose the energy. And that is where I see humanity making a lot of mistakes. I'll give you a quick example. Let's say that you're meant to up-level in your career. And I'm, I'm like, let's take it away from spirituality just for a quick second so everybody can participate. Um, and let's say that because of that, you're going to be put through tests. For instance, you know you're supposed to go and start your own business. But you are actually working a job that you're really good at. What could be an example of a trial and tribulation? Let's say you're like this close to quitting. You're like this close to quitting and you're like, I need to quit my job. I really need to quit my job because I'm ready for my thing, right? And, you know, you're literally ready to submit your resignation letter. All of a sudden, your boss is like, here's a promotion or, or like, here's another option grant or something like just stay, right? All of a sudden you're like, huh, you know, okay. So you're like, okay, you're taking the promotion. You're taking the option grant you're staying. That was, you know, let's say that that, that means that you're already well, without, how do I explain this so that I don't confuse you? Um, let me maybe just carry on with the story and then I'll explain backwards, like kind of like what happened. So you stay at the job, then something big happens. For instance, I don't know, let's say you're working for a publicly traded company. All of a sudden there is some scandal and the stock of the company drops 10 times. Let's imagine this scenario. And then let's say you're at the top. You're like, say you're part of management. All of a sudden, 
it's like this heated period in your life where you're like working crazy, you're all worried because share, shareholder value is like distorted and diminished and you're under all of this pressure. And all of a sudden they want you to take in even more responsibility, work even harder, etc., etc. right? So then let's say that happens. Then let's say because all of these turmoil happens, your boss gets fired because the company is in a lot of trouble and the heads are rolling. And then you get the job of your boss, which is another promotion. And let's say they just doubled your salary. But then if you remember, you are still the same person that is trying or was trying to quit their job three months ago because you want to start your own company, what have you. All of a sudden, somehow, you're really stuck with this one in a very, very big way. And now the eyes are on you and you're supposed to be like a big, big manager, this big shot, right? And it, it just feels like so much is happening, right? And then let's say one of the two things could happen. Um, let's say you get fired. You know, that would be a very plausible scenario because, um, you know, you are in your boss's job and you realize that the company is in such a mess that you cannot fix it, right? Or you really succeed and they keep giving you more people and more people and more people. Either way, you know, both are a test. Because for a person that was trying to leave, but you're, they're giving you more people to manage and more responsibility, that's actually also crazy, crazy trials and tribulations because it's taking you away from the thing that you wanted to do in the first place, right? There would generally, the situation would come to a head at one point where you're going to have to make a choice. Are you in or are you out? And that is the quantum leap situation. That when you That is when you are essentially walking out of the rite of passage, period, and into the quantum leap. And here, there is, you know, it can happen in so many ways, so I don't even want to, like, tell you how the quantum leap happens. But it would come to a head one way or another, where you're going to have to make a decision. Do you quit or do you not quit? In this particular case, the quantum leap would be for you to actually, despite all of this, quit and do what you intended to do and start your own thing. So if you played your cards right, actually, and if you passed all of this, trials and tribulations, in the right way, by the time you need to make a final decision, you would have accumulated power or resolve or understanding that no matter how much this other thing is holding you, holding on to you, or holding you into the, like the status quo or holding you back, you're ready to make that jump, right? And so you jump. All of a sudden, you may find yourself on a whole other level of reality, you know, on a level that is higher, playing, you know, being your own boss type of situation. Another thing may happen that because you are now all of a sudden so ingrained in the other company and you have so much more responsibility and so much money and so much more stock that you choose to stay and never leap into the unknown in the first place. And then what's going to happen? What's going to happen is you're just going to stay here and you're going to do another round 
at the same job. You're going to go through the same cycle, you know, in the, on the same lifeline without moving up. The problem is the universe never gives you a rite of passage for nothing. The rite of passage is a mechanism that is supposed to, again, let, I, and I know I'm repeating myself, but it's kind of important. It is supposed to give you enough energy and enough momentum. So just like a rocket ship, you could take the quantum leap into the unknown. That is what the rites of passage are for. If you go through this period of turbulence with a lot of happening and you choose to stay, that means that the opportunity has been wasted and the universe doesn't like wasting energy. So very often, very often, what you would find is that the tensions and your, you know, level of just being uncomfortable with the status quo is, is just going to keep growing. So you would see the pressure, that pressure intensify, right? So in other words, what I'm telling you is when presented with a leap of faith situation after trials and tribulations, jumping is the right thing to do. What, you know, and now let's, let's kind of maybe like look back at this situation and why, you know, what, why it was this the rite of passage, you know? Generally speaking, when you choose something that upgrades you or is going to take you to another level of existence, the system, the matrix is trained to test how much you want it. And the bigger that thing that you want is the more trials and tribulations you're going to have to go through. And very often, we are conditioned to believe that trials and tribulations always come under the guise of mishaps or bad things. That is why I wanted to give you this example about this person, because a lot of what was happening was seemingly good, right? The person was tempted by a higher salary. The person was tempted by a better title. The person was given all of these stocks and more money, et cetera, et cetera, right? Because the universe was testing that person and the strength of their resolve. Like, how committed are you to that next path? And at the same time, you know, there, there could be two essentially instances of you passing through the, the trials and tribulations. You can do that in a way that strengthens your resolve, or you can do that in the way that depletes or dampens your resolve. Or you can do it in a way that accumulates your energy or in a way that gives away your energy. And it is actually a conscious choice because, yes, circumstances happen, but it is up to you how you react and respond to the circumstances, right? The circumstances do not define you at all, right? So if this particular person was losing all of this energy because they felt trapped in this situation, they were giving away their power because they're like, well, now I definitely cannot leave because I have the golden handcuffs, etc., etc. By the time the universe says jump, they don't have the resource to jump. You guys are going through a lot of rites of passage right now. A lot of you are going through spiritual rites of passage. A lot of you are going through emotional rites of passage, mental rites of passage energetic rites of passage or physical rites of passage, like physical body, I mean, health rites of passage. Why is that? Karmic years tend to be good for that. I'll explain why. 
quantum leaps, as I mentioned before, require a lot of energy. Just because. It's like, like I said, you have, in, in order to leap, you have to have a lot of energy. Karmic knots are actually, if you think about it, or if you, you know, if you try to imagine what I'm, what I'm going to say right now, you're going to be able to see with your third eye that a karmic knot is actually, energetically looks like a globule of golden light, believe it or not, under a glass dome. So karmic knots don't look black, you guys, not really. Karmic knots are blocked and trapped energy, but it's golden energy, it's good energy. And that gold, like that glass dome that I just described is essentially how they're trapped. So anytime you have a karmic knot, that situation, a person, or you know, whatever shape or form your karm, a karmic knot takes place, um, you know, that situation is holding your energy hostage, right? Your perfectly good energy is hostage because there is a lot of trauma or drama, what have you, you know, related to a particular happening in your life. The year of karmic returns enables you to free up that energy so it could go to aspects of your life or things in your life that actually serve you. And so the releasing of the karmic knot actually looks like almost like taking a sword of light and smashing the glass dome that is holding your energy hostage so that that golden energy can be freed up and it can be used for your benefit. So very often you would have, and it's a coincidence and it's very much a coincidence, you would have years where humanity is able to release a lot of karma and therefore release a lot of energy. You would have that coincide with the biggest potential to level up for each individual human as well as humanity as a whole. As above, so below, right? If you're individually going through something, the society is going through the same thing, the opposite is also true. The society is going through something, you individual are most likely going through the same thing, right? So why don't we shift the perspective about the karmic years? The karmic years are the massive opportunities to release dormant and blocked energy that belongs to you but cannot be used by you. As such, as such, they're also some of the biggest opportunities to level up that you would ever have in your entire life. And that is how we just changed perspective on what you're going through. So if you are right now feeling like you're going or you are under tremendous pressure, if you're feeling like your emotions are out of whack, if you're feeling that you're somehow trapped by negative thinking and negative patterns, if you somehow feel trapped by your health right now, as well. Like your body's just not where it needs to be. And most importantly, and that is a lesson that is very particular to year 2022. If you feel trapped by fear, that means you are going through a period of trials and tribulations or a rite of passage and you don't even know it. And you don't even know it. The good news is You're not going through trials and tribulations for nothing, you guys. 
you are going through this tough period because you are meant to use it to accumulate your energy instead of giving it away. You And because you are being prepped for a quantum leap. For each of you, individually, it would be a different type of quantum leap. Some of you are meant to quantum leap into much better health. Some of you are meant to make a quantum leap into higher frequency energies, right? Higher vibrations. Some of you are meant to quantum leap into another level of emotions, meaning if you are experiencing a particular emotional frequency all the time, this may be your golden opportunity to level up that emotional frequency and rise up. Some of you are experiencing trials and tribulations around your mental constructs that are jailing you and caging you. All of those limiting negative beliefs around yourself and the world that are keeping you tied to the status quo like nobody's business. And of course, there is also spiritual, um, you know, rites of passage. So many, you guys, like an unprecedented amount this year. We're literally, I don't want to call it like an awakening, but humanity's going through things spiritually. And it feels like massive, massive challenges. But what I am seeing on the other end are massive wins for the ones that are going to persevere. So the good news is you have a lot of opportunities to create a better life and a better future for yourself and your family if you play your cards right this year. I will also tell, do you know how they say, or some of you do and some of you don't, that the darkest hour is right before dawn? That is precisely what rites of passage feel like. Sometimes the going gets really, really hard. Sometimes the world is really, really bleak. And that is what is going on right now. There's like a lot of pressure in the pressure cooker. And you're like, okay, like what's something's going to give, right? Every time the pressure and the tensions are so high, there is going to be a moment of relief and release. It can't be any other way. And for you, that is very much connected to, for you, for each individual person, right? This is very much connected to healing your own karma and untying your own karmic knots as it relates to various levels, various areas of your, of your life. When you are inside of a rite of passage, and enough of you are, by the way, right now, it's ridiculous, but a good 45% of humanity right now is going through a rite of passage of some sort. Crazy number of you, crazy number. Generally, it's like under 5%, you guys. 40, having 45% of you go through some stuff is like, holy cow. It's like, holy cow, truly. Like we're dealing with an event of cosmic proportions and nobody's talking about it. Boggles my mind. So enough of you are going through these trials and tribulations. Very often, you would know exactly what area of your life you're meant to transform by the kinds of trials that you're going through. Those signs are kind of obvious. So you just need to look at the aspect of pressure that you're dealing with. Where is your stress coming from? 
Is it work-related? That means your biggest level up is work-related. Is your stress career-related? And do you, do you notice how like work and career are not the same exact thing? They're really not. You know, a work is like the job that you do to get the salary that you're, you're getting. You know, kind of like it's, you know, do I get my paycheck? Career is a little bit different. It's a little bit, a lot more similar to like path, like a mission, right? Career is a little bit more like that. Although the egregore of career and, and that word has been tarnished, right? Because a lot of people are on career paths that pay the most money and not necessarily the paths that they're meant to be on, but that's something else, right? So if, for instance, you're feeling pressure around, I don't know, what you're supposed to be doing with your life, right? That means your biggest upgrade is, is going to happen around you understanding what your mission is. If you're feeling the biggest pressure right now around relationships, that's, that means that this is the biggest upgrade. If you're feeling the biggest pressure spiritually one way or another, that means that an upgrade of spiritual like a large spiritual magnitude is waiting to happen. Whatever that is, you have been getting signs of what you're supposed to work on right now. Massive signs. Have you been following the breadcrumbs is the question. Because the universe is always leaving the breadcrumbs for you to follow. In this particular point in time in humanity's journey, it is important to go towards pressure and not away from pressure. So if you are sensing that something is always calling your attention, like an area of your life is like texting you like a, a mad girlfriend, like a stalker girlfriend, or is calling you all the time, leaving you voice messages, that is a dead giveaway, you guys, that this is the area of your life that you're meant to upgrade. Some of you are maybe going through health issues out of nowhere right now. I'm seeing a lot of that. Some of you have been diagnosed with things out of nowhere. Some of you are still dealing with an aftermath of COVID. Or may even be getting sick with COVID for God knows how, you know, what time. It, it happens, right? If that's the case, pay attention. If the health is the area that causes you a lot of pressure, it's not for nothing. During the karmic years, it means that this is the area where you're meant to offload the karma so that you could level up. What's important to do during the year of karmic returns? I said it before, and I will say this again. Decluttering and practicing non-attachment. This is the first one. I haven't said that before. The non-attachment. It is two sides of the same coin. You would feel naturally very attached to certain things this year. Even more so maybe than you normally would. I don't know that you know that, but people are very attached to their own particular flavor of trauma. They're like, well, you know, it's my trauma. It, it may be who I, I, it made me who I am. You know, I may be a wounded child, but I'm wounded in a particular way. You know, so there is a level to, of attachment to the trauma. The problem with the years of karmic release and the problem with the years where rites of passage are really springing like mushrooms, like this year, is you cannot hold on to nothing, you guys. I know this is not grammatically correct. You cannot hold on to anything if that makes you feel better. You just can't. It's impossible. The year is here to take whatever it wants to take away from you, and you cannot prevent it from doing that. In fact, the more you resist 
the release and letting go, the more energy you expand for nothing. And when that quantum leap happens, when the trumpet of the angel sings and it's like, this is the day, jump, you're not going to have the resources to jump. So stop holding on to things, people, events, and even states. Do you know how, especially in spiritual circles, that's a good one. Very often it's like fake positivity. You know, if only you just focus on the positive, God forbid you ever talk about the negative because you may manifest the negative if you only talk about the negative and you know, yada, yada. People get actually addicted to certain states such as the state of feeling good all the time or the state of being lovey-dovey all the time, you know. And any time that something happens to them emotionally, they make themselves so wrong for feeling that feeling of discomfort or fear or any of that, that they wouldn't want to stay there even for a quick second. And so they're creating splits in their body. Do you know what I mean? Like it's an attachment to an emotional state. If you catch yourself having an attachment to anything, this year specifically, or right now when you're going through the rite of passage, this is your dead giveaway that you need to look closer into it. Because you cannot hold on to your old states. You cannot hold on to your old belief systems. You cannot hold on to your old identities, you guys. I am this and not that. And expect to quantum leap. Never going to freaking happen. If you choose to hold on to the status quo, you already lost every single opportunity and every single rite of passage. So you're just going to go through all of these madness for nothing. I hate to say this. You're going to go through the motions because it arrived. This year is here. The energies are here, you guys. You cannot opt out. Not really. You already opted in. And now you're on that roller coaster going at God knows many, God knows how many miles per, per minute, per second. Right? And you're still trying to hold on to dear life. Understand that you're supposed to ride the waves right now. You are supposed to get really good with a feeling of uncertainty, uncertainty inside of your bones and inside of your body. That is prep work for the quantum leap. Because whatever thing you're quantum leaping into, you haven't been there yet. You don't know what it's going to feel like. And that is fabulous. Because that is the direction of your biggest expansion, you guys. That is the direction of your personal growth and evolution at soul level. It's supposed to feel uncomfortable. So if you notice that you're holding on to certain things, and the more you're holding on to certain things, the more universe is going to feel tempted to take them away from you. So practice non-attachment specifically this year. It's not going to be forever. Sometimes it's good, actually, to have certain things that you found as yours and you know that, you know, they make you who you are and they make you happy, etc., etc. But this year is not the year to hold on to things that may seem like you, but they're actually an older version of you. In fact, I would encourage you to do the opposite. I would encourage you to release 
distash and declutter as much as possible. And you may start with your physical house. Donate things. Remove things. Throw away things that no longer describe who you're committed to being. You don't need to hold on to all of that stuff. You really don't. In fact, humanity has a problem with hoarding things, if I'm being honest. And I don't mean just physical things. How about doing the inventory of your thoughts that no longer serve you? How about not having an attachment to certain mental constructs that are hurting you? How about not having an attachment to certain uh, emotional states and instead surrender and welcome whatever states come, however they come? How about not having spiritual attachments either, right? Not having an attachment to the truth even for now. Not having an attachment to, be, to being the one with the right answer. That is the challenge as well spiritually. Unfortunately, this year, we're going to not have a lot of clarity. And I will explain why. When you are in a fixed state, it is extremely easy to describe and define that state. For instance, if a thing is a certain color, it's very easy for me to describe the color. If it's a red chair, I can say it's a red chair. Right? However, what we're going through right now is the process that I would call the molding of the new world. In the molding of the new world, right, what, what essentially is happening is all of these people, all of these groups of people are all dealing with massive karmic entanglements. And some of these people are going to walk on the other side, pass through the rites of passage, and successfully complete the cycle and level up. And other people are not going to be able to do that. And so there, it's, it's um, a period that is actually really hard to predict because it is the molding. It is the formation of things. The tectonic plates are moving, you guys, and they haven't really solidified yet into anything on the other side, and they're not going to for some time. So, thinking that you have the answers right now is actually a fallacy. Not even spiritually, not even for yourself, are you meant to have all the answers right now. You may have general directions of answers, but I will tell you the more you embrace the energies of the rites of passage and the year 2022, the more you would notice that on the other side, there is always a more expanded perspective. There is always something that's going to blow your mind and completely recalibrate everything that you thought you knew. So you can't even be in a, in, a in a state of attachment as it relates to what you know to be true spiritually. In fact, I encourage you in this point in time, in this moment in time, to keep an open mind as much as possible. Be the blank slate. 
It is for the people that operate like the blank slate. It is for the people that don't offer a lot of resistance to the outside world that this period is going to be the most lucrative. It is the people who feel and act like water that this period is going to be the most opportune for. When you are hit with challenges, which is what this year is all about, right? Rites of passages, again, trials and tribulations, one after another, after another, after another. And it is a storm and you're kind of like, you know, it's like when waves just come and you're like, you know, and let's say you're struggling, you're about to drown, but the waves are just, they just keep coming and they just keep coming. And that's like very hard for you to take a breath. That is what trials and tribulations feels like. A bom- being bombarded by, it's like not one thing, but it's like many things. All going array or all going off the rails or, you know, they may be going right, but, you know, they, you know, like in the previous example, like with a job that I gave, they may be going right, just not your kind of right, right? There's a lot of happening. It's a very dense charged period. Things are happening right now, individually, collectively, all of the above. By the way, they're not going to start, stop happening in the next 10 months, give or take. We are amidst a storm, but this is storm This storm is happening for you, not to you. And it is enabling you to level up to heights that you never even deemed possible. So why don't you allow the universe to surprise you? Why don't you allow the universe to delight you? Why don't you allow the universe to take you to a whole other level that you did not think was possible for you? What is needed? What is needed is decluttering, the practice of non-attachment, and your management of your own personal energy. Managing your state, I said it before, and I will say it again, is paramount. It is a tool, the only tool you need. To be able to successfully go through all of the rites of passage and end up leveled up and not just with the same old. It is a it's critical to manage your state these days. What do I mean by that? During times like this, during the time of the great shakeup, there are all these forces that are going to vie for your attention, that are going to try to take a claim and put a stake in the ground and try to take your energy from you. There are all these things that are going to try to take away your peace of mind. There are all these things that are actually going to go after your North Star also. Somehow making you believe that the North Star is not possible. There are all of these dichotomies and all of these forces that are going to try to keep you artificially small so that you believe in your own smallness, in your own smallness. And so again, once that quantum leap day comes and the trumpets sound, you're not even going to bother taking a jump because you know you don't have what it takes. Right now, the one of the tests of humanity is a passage through fear. Fear is an energy that is incredibly ingrained in the reptilian brain. 
reptilian brain is all about survival, right? And as such, if you are in constant survival mode, if you, you know, reduce yourself to the animalistic level, then fear under, you know, under the current circumstances is going to be your default state and default emotion. So one thing I will tell you, and one thing that I'm definitely seeing is enough of you have already been tested by fear and are still being tested by fear. So I would tell you to ask yourself, what is it that I'm most afraid of right now? Because it is very likely that one, at least one of your rites of passage this year is going to be connected to fear. You may start experiencing fear to the levels that you never have had in your life before. The fear is heightened. There are going to be more things coming through the pike that are going to be inducing fear. It is the vibration that the powers that be want to maintain on this planet for as long as humanely is possible. However, there are two sides to every single coin, you guys, and that is the good news. The good news is, yes, fear is a guardian. Yes, the fear is a guard. And it is guarding the golden gates. And if you withstand, if you hold your ground, and if you don't succumb to fear, you will pass through the gates with golden color. So please know that you are going to be tested by the frequency of fear this year. You are going to be tested by a frequency of despair this year. Very, like with a high degree of probability. You are going to be tested by the vibrations of conflict this year. And you are going to be tested by temptation this year. Those are all of the things that are going to keep happening. Temptation is big, you guys. All kinds of shortcuts, all kinds of, you know, wheelie dealy things and offers may be coming your way. If that is your karmic knot, there's a big, 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 massive, big, fat, huge karmic knot within humanity around temptation. Not for nothing, not for nothing. Did the serpent in the Bible um, become the great temp tempter? Is because this is one of the things that humanity needs to heal. And that's why I'm going back to my example from earlier. You will be tempted away from what you're supposed to be doing in life. Because that other thing that you don't want to be doing somehow is going to seem easier and it's just going to fall on your lap. And you know what the right answer is? is to go and follow your North Star anyway. That is the thing that's going to help you um, untangle the karmic knot. There is a lot, like a big chunk of humanity, that has been tempted, successfully tempted away from the things that they wanted to do, or tempted away by like quick wins in the past. Do you remember how this is also a year where the energy of Saturn are quite strong? So the energy of constriction is also quite strong, right? Specifically, you know, the adventurous part of humanity and the 
freedom-loving part of humanity. The, you know, kind of like the idealistic parts of humanity are being constrained by the energies of Saturn, right? So you are going to experience a lot of constrictions. There's a lot of constricted movement this year. And there's going to be the biggest temptation, some of the biggest temptations you're going to have this guy this year, guys, is running away from it all. That need to escape. That need to have a timeout. Not be stewing in the juices of planet Earth. Not feeling all the pain. Not thinking all the thoughts. Not experiencing the energetic flip backflips. You know? Not feeling the physical discomfort that all of this brings. You're going to want to escape like nobody's business. But you cannot run away from yourself. And you cannot run away from the year of cosmic returns. So might as well just stay and deal with it. It is time. This year will not feel like you're in control. This year will not feel like you're in charge. And it's not supposed to, you guys. And that is totally cool. That is totally cool. You are inside of a happening. It's kind of like you are on a ride. I don't know if you guys have been to like, uh, what is it, Universal or like Disney World. If you're one of the, like if you're on a ride in the theme park, and let's say it's a Jurassic, Jurassic Park ride, the ride is already happening, you guys. The dinosaurs are already all there. And it's kind of like predestined which corner of the ride or which part of the ride they're going to jump, you know, or they're going to open up their jaws and make all the sounds and all the noises, right? So no, you're not meant to feel in control this year. You're totally on a wildest ride, right? So again, feeling attached to things is a big, big no-no, right? Let's practice surrender. Let's practice being water. What is water really good at? Water is really good at accepting things and releasing things right? Water is really good at cleansing and letting go. Water is a very gentle energy. That is what you need to pass through the period of rites of passage. But also know that spiritually, this is one of the years to get big, big upgrades. A lot of you are going to be on your own spiritual journeys that if you play your cards right, the things that are going to be opening up to you are going to be massive. A lot of you guys are going to have your third eyes open like nobody's business. Your crown centers open like nobody's business. All of this information wants to come through on planet Earth. And the information right now is selecting people that it wants to pass through. And guides are already probably working with you if you have been selected does that mean that this is going to be an easy ride absolutely freaking not but is it going to be worth it you bet you bet on it so again i wanted to help shift your perspective because it is a little bit myopic to think that just because you're going through the trials and tribulations just because there's a lot of pressure in the pressure cooker just because you wake up in the morning and you feel like crap, 
just because you are experiencing a loss of power as it relates to the situation in the world or your own personal life, just because you don't feel like you're in the driver's seat and somehow the universe is in the driver's seat and you're just riding shotgun and you may or may not crash next second, you don't really know. Just because all of this is happening doesn't mean this is a bad year. It doesn't mean that this is an apocalypse. Not yet anyhow. This is good, you guys. Pressure is good, you guys. The best things are forged in the fire. The best things come out from pressure. It is good to go through a year of karmic returns because we get a massive chance to release all of the things that are holding us back. Because we are living not only on autopilot, but we're living with a portion of our resources. That is the unfortunate truth. We're living with only a portion of our resources because if not all of your energy belongs to you or not, let me take that back. Not all of your energies is operational within your body, right? If you have all of these knots, all of these crystal domes, all of these glass domes that are containing your energy, then you don't have all of your resources lined up. And as such, yeah, it's hard for you. So why don't we face the music of the year 2022? This is the year where humanity has a massive shot at finally releasing some of the, the karma that is centuries old, you guys. Centuries old. Some of the karma that is so ingrained in human collective that you associate the state of humanity with those things. And, you know, why don't we recognize that humanity is at the cusp, on the precipice, and standing in front of the golden gates, being challenged? So are we going to walk through the gate? Do we face what it's going to take? Do we hold steadfast to the North Star? And do we, when called, when that calling is going to happen and come, and for each of you, it's going to be an individual call. It's not going to be a collective call. Are we going to go through the gate? Are we going to take the quantum leap? And are we going to make it on the other side? Or are we going to stay in the same cycle, doing the same old, reliving the same trauma, the same drama, being stuck? If you are feeling stuck, you guys, right now it's the good news whatever area you're feeling stuck in the most is the area that you're meant to upgrade this year this is your golden moment this is your golden moment Why don't I give you a quick practice? Because I know we haven't done a meditation in quite some time. And I know a lot of you really love when I'm offering you some meditations to help with the times. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with the concept of artifacts. Artifacts or... Um, yeah, so essentially those are like magical objects. Um, artifacts and magical objects that they don't have to be physical, they can be etheric in nature. Um, but they are very often the objects 
that you can get from the universe to help you pass through the times of trials and tribulations. Each of you is on your unique journey. Each of you is going to be faced with your own set of circumstances and challenges this year. I cannot be there for 100% of you in the moment. But I can give you the tools to help carry you through this period and to assist you in your journey. So today, I want to offer like a quick meditation. It's not going to be guided. I will explain what you need to do. Semi-guided, I guess. Where you would be able to get three artifacts that you need to go through year 2022 successfully and re-emerge on the other side fully up-leveled. So what you would want to do is you would want to imagine that there is a road in front of you and it's a golden road, it's a gilded road. And so I want you to, you know, in a meditative state, obviously, you know, close your eyes and I want you to start walking down that path. I want you to start walking down that road. And you're walking and it's a beautiful day and the sun is shining and the birds are chirping and there's a lot of greenery. And this world feels kind of magical. Like the magic is almost, you can feel it, it's in the air. And then you start looking around and there are these beautiful creatures that are magical creatures all around. You see a unicorn. It's a beautiful unicorn. It's white. It has the wings like a pegasus. Has this beautiful, like, swirly horn, and the unicorn is white, but it—it's almost like gl- glittery to some degree. So it's gleaming in the sun, and just the, you, you're passing by the unicorn, it's just like looking you in the eye and nodding to you, because the unicorn is acknowledging that you've come to the right place. And so you're walking up that path and you're happening, you're coming to a large tree and the tree is beautiful. It's a tree of your personal power. You may look at what kind of tree that is. Very often that power is going to come from your ancestors, from your ancestry line. And this tree is very much connected to the energy of your higher self. But also this incarnation. This tree is a great reflection of who you are at soul level. So pay attention. You know, is it tall? Is it short? Does it have fruit? Does it bear flowers or blooms? You know, what is special about this tree? And right next to a tree, you see... A little golden fountain. And this fountain is filled with beautiful crystalline water. And I want you to approach the fountain and then put your hands inside of the water. And now I want you to ask the universe 
to give you three artifacts that are going to help you move through the rest of the year with as much momentum as possible. Ask the universe to give you the objects, the talismans, if you will, that you need to persevere on your own personal journey, in your own personal fight, in your own year of karmic returns. And so I would want you to take out these artifacts, these objects, one at a time from this beautiful fountain. So you would start with the first object. So you would take it out and then you would see what it is. This object is going to be very unique to each of you. Don't judge it. Whatever it is, it's the right object. You should ask the universe why it gave you this object. Why is this the object that you need? Why out of the full abundance of the universe, this is the one that it gifted you? I promise you there is a reason. There is a reason why this object can give you power or protection or strength or whatever else that you need. And that object is going to be connected to your unique path and your unique set of challenges. So try to understand it. What does this object mean symbolically? Feel into it. You may even Google it later if you want and read up on the symbology of that object as well. And now what I'd like you to do is imagine that there is a pocket that you have. Kind of like, you know, it could be a, a side pocket like of the jeans or the pants or it could be like the front pocket. And now I want you to place that object inside of your pocket. And that is a symbol of you accepting of the help of the universe. That is the symbol of you taking in those energies. And then you want to do the same thing with the other two objects. Right? Make sure, making sure that you're understanding the why behind each object. Object, What does it symbolize? The symbology of the objects is really important. And then you want to thank the well or thank the fountain for its gifts and now as you're starting to go back down the same road I want you to imagine that there is a golden cloud that is following you and when you notice the golden cloud you understand that the cloud wants you to stop for a quick second and as you stop, the cloud is starting to shower you with golden droplets of light. And this shower, it starts to form like a piece of clothing over your body. And this piece of clothing is going to be very unique depending on who you are, depending on what you need. 
So what kind of clothing, what kind of item of clothing is it? This is the kind of protection or maybe, again, like another artifact that the universe wants you to have and it's not random. It's going to be built according to your own unique set of challenges. So take that item of clothing and think the little cloud that gave it to you. And you can also ask why this particular item of clothing. But it is always telling. It's always telling. Like what item of clothing that is. And intuitively you would be able to know exactly why you're being gifted that item of clothing. I'm actually also noticing as we're going through this experience, enough of you are getting wings. I know wings is not an item of clothing per se, but it is a shift within your body, right? So it's another aspect of your body. Some of you need the wings apparently. So don't make, just go through the process. Don't make it wrong or anything. Right? Know that if you did get wings, it's because you're meant to really level up and you're really meant to work on a planetary level and you're meant to bring a lot of light just needed to give that disclaimer because i'm getting you know the feedback from the collective that it wasn't clear why why some people got wings all right and now you're ready to start walking down back into where you started and you just follow the golden road and feel free to come back whenever you're ready. <sighs> yeah, I felt like a collective sigh and like exhale, if I'm being honest, after this practice has gotten done. I want you to know that the universe is on your side. I want you to know that your guides and your higher self are on your side as you're going through this challenging time. I want you to know that I am on your side. And we have so much belief in you. We know that you're going to make it through. And because the universe is on your side, know that the help is always there for everyone who asks for help. So ask the universe for help. There's no shame in that. And please know that the year 2022 is not only a year of karmic returns, but this is a year of some of the greatest upgrades that humanity has gotten in decades. So carpe diem, seize the day, seize the moment, and know that just because you're in the pressure cooker, it doesn't mean that this year is not going to be one of the best years of your life. Because it truly does have the potential to become such, if you only let it. As always, I believe in you. I know that you are a perfect snowflake. I mean it. And I hope I, that you believe in yourself as well. I'm sending you so much light. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.